The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, November 26th already. We're heading to Christmas, it looks like. And the weather's kind of telling us that, too. It's cold and crisp, and the fishing is getting better in many places. We're going to kick the show off in just a minute with Captain James Smith on the California Dawn Crabbing, rock cod, lingcod, all of that is just tremendous right now. We'll be checking in with him right out of the Berkeley Marina, but he'll be probably heading out the gate by the time we get to him. Rick Powers from the new Sea Angler out of Bodega Bay is going to check in with us, too. He'll let us know what's going on a little bit north of San Francisco Bay and the great action they're experiencing up there. Ken Brown from Bodega Tackle's got a great story on, get this, 242-pound bluefin tuna caught out of Bodega. It happened last week. He called us right after we got off the air, but I'm going to have him tell you the story about it today, live on the air. And Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing is out chasing Delta Sturgeon today. He had a boatload of ladies out last week with his other captain, Virginia Salvador. They'll tell you about that trip and what the action's like out there right now. And, of course, we're going to take you up to Tahoe and to Pyramid Lake, live on the water with Captain J.D. Ritchie and the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Exposition, John Kirk, joins us. He'll share all the information of the upcoming show coming to us in January at a Cal Expo. Steve Carson's joining us. Big Nate's going to tell us about Lake Berryessa action, what's been going on there. Jeff Suhu's got some Delta Striper action for you. And of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us with all kinds of freshwater opportunities for you to get out on the water. Let's go to San Francisco Bay, to the Berkeley Marina, and climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith and find out what's been going on this week. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Are those waves that I'm hearing, or is that just static in the background? Probably just static. We haven't quite yet. Well, where are you now? You out under the gate already? We're just getting to the gate right now. It's pitch black dark, but uh, we're on our way. Yeah, just keep that flashlight out on the bow out there, and you'll be able to see no problem at all. James, tell our listeners what it's been like this past week. I know it's got to be good. Well, the fishing's been excellent. I've had limits of rock on every day. Uh, crab bites have been pretty good. Limits every day of those. Yesterday was a little tricky. We had a big swell out here, and uh, not all the pots were fishing. A lot of them got moved around yesterday. That's the trade-off with the hoop fishing. Because they're because they're light, they'll move in those big swell waves, huh? Yeah, they will. So you you really got to be on top of your game. You got to be heavy. And uh, you know, my message to the private boaters going out today is set them deep uh, because the, the crabs on the inside towards the beach did not bite yesterday. Did not bite well. Uh, we had to get our stuff off a little bit further offshore, deeper water where there was a less uh, swell action. But uh, overall, it was still good. We had limits and uh, had a boatload of happy anglers when we came in. I don't think the public really understands how many crab are running around down there on the bottom and how fast they can move. 
it's it's amazing how they can just clean out an area and move to another, isn't it? Yeah, well, Dungeness crab can move up to four miles a day. So uh, keep that in mind. When you got your favorite area, they like the soft, muddy bottom. Try and stay away from the rocky areas. Um, there's some areas that's surrounded by sand and mud that we can't fish because it's just the crabs won't walk there. They just don't like the bottom. So we, we try and get our stuff out in the, you know, the soft, muddy bottom. And, uh, you know, keep track of it on our GPSs or where the good bottom is and lay out there and bait them up heavy and hope for the best. James, the uh, rocket lingcod is one of the fish that everybody's targeting right before the holidays. It seems like, well, I am anyway. It seems like a lot of people are doing that. Are you seeing that this year? Is there a lot of people wanting to get out there and get some white meat? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's the best time of year to get on a boat. You know, you got to go fishing, and then you get Dungeness crab on top of that. Exactly. It, it's a real treat. Well, how about the bookings? Are they get are they starting to peter out? Are they staying strong? What are we looking at if guys want to get out there and get on board? If they call up this week, is there a chance they can get on? Absolutely. We're still running one or two boats uh, seven days a week. Although you know we're going to have some bumpy weather here coming in. We got a storm coming in on Sunday afternoon, and Monday we're already scratched. So you just got to kind of look at your weather windows. But we'll be offering trips here all the way through December, so plenty of opportunity to get crab. It yeah. doesn't look like the commercial season is going to open up for us anytime soon, so this might be your only venue to get out and uh, get some Dungeness. Well, those a whole lot less traps hit the water if the commercial guys don't get out. So, sport fishermen, this is your opportunity to get out there, get on the water, and get some crap. Whether you're going out in your own private boat or you're going out on one of the six-packs or one of the bigger party boats out there, make your plans. Get out there. Don't You can pay a little bit of attention to the weather, but you know what? Make your reservation and let the captain pay attention. He doesn't want to go out there and give you a bad experience on the water either. That's why he's already canceled the trip for next Monday, knowing what they're going to probably experience. Let the captains make the call. Don't you make it for your group. You might be surprised, just like many people have been, and they show up and they or they don't show up and they say, yeah, it's going to be real rough. And, James, you know what happens. Flat glass out there and a wide-open bite on those kind of days. Absolutely. It's that kind of year. And, you know, we like to keep the lunches on board the boat when we go fishing. <laughs> That's why I canceled for Monday. Yeah, good idea to keep those lunches on board. <laughs> you know, getting out there on the water, folks, is a whole lot different than it used to be, especially when you're in a boat like James has got. James, tell them about the new California Dawn 2 and the size of that sucker. Well, the new California Dawn 2 is a state-of-the-art catamaran. It's a 55 by beam, and I have a cruising speed of 18 knots and a top speed of 30 knots. They're fully equipped with a full galley and a chef on board. You know, it's, it's lit up, very clean restroom facility, um, and just a very comfortable to fish on. It's really, it's just a beautiful boat. Big, so, big they, fishing yeah, platform. They posted man. a video yeah. the other day of the Caldon 2 going by the Caldon 1. Dude, he's got a little bass fisherman in him. He jumped the wake, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, the whole deal. So the boy's got a little bass fisherman in him, just so you know. Obviously. Well, there's, he's there's, been hanging out with Ish too much. There's something else they need to know. When James is saying they move, you know, up to 30 knots, that 30 means 30 gallons a minute. Perfect. When he's, when That's what doing, that is. When he's doing that fast. 
I'm just saying it'll move up to that fast, not to say I'm going to travel that fast. Yeah, you hear this large slurping sound down below the deck. It's right out of James' wallet. Yeah, it's the dollar bills flying up over the credit card. Well, James, action can't get any better than it is right now. Folks, yeah, you do have to work a little bit between the weather situations, but listen to your captain. Let him make the call. Don't screw up your trip for yourself and your friends just based on your dreams or what you think is going to happen. Check with James. Check with his office. They'll let you know what the plans are. James, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to get out there and experience this. Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on uh, Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. My God, pretty soon you're just going to be able to say, we're everywhere. You'll find us. Just enjoy, folks. <laughs> Captain James Smith, folks, if you haven't had the opportunity, you deserve one. Get out there and share a day on the water with him or his co-captain out on the California Dawn 1. You won't be disappointed. James, thanks for joining us. Have a great day out there. Be safe, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. All right. He sounds like it might be a little rough out there. It sounds like it might be waking up this morning out there. Yeah. Well, he's right at the gate, too, so he's at the roughest part of the day. Heading to the potato patch. Yeah, he's right there at the heaviest part of the day. And what's going to be going on with the tide and the currents out there. You know, I, I went out there in a small boat one time. Those currents can take you where they want you to go. Yeah. Forget what the 20 horse wants to do. No, absolutely. There's no reason to be out there with the 20 horse when you can just book a day on the Caldon. Ugh. And have a chef and have all the cold drinks. And right. Have safety inside and comfort. Warm, yeah. And you can even catch fish while you're you out there. You might even too. catch a fish while you're out there. So. All right. And they'll clean it for you, too, you know. Well, they all do, and they all make you feel pretty good. You hang around there a little bit. Your crab's all cooked. You put ice on it. You're heading home. By the time you get home, it's all cooled down and ready to devour. Ready to go. I told Marilyn we got to go over there and pick up some stuff. Just wait. Just hang out by the dock? Yeah, well, you go to lunch, and then you go right. down there to the docks, and you say, hey, James, how are you? Just Bye. let him know you're coming. I don't want to come home with 20 crab, because I know he'll give Marilyn 10, he'll give me 10. Right. We right. don't want that. 20 crab. That'd just... take Marilyn three days to eat. No, you got to let our listeners know that's kind of a privilege you have with James. That not You can't just show up at the dock for no. crab. Ain't that a fact. Yeah, right. No. You know, let our listeners know it's that it's kind of a... Years and know, years of begging. Of begging. He finally <laughs> got tired of it. <laughs> no, it's it's really a great opportunity, folks. If you have the opportunity to get out there for the crab, do so. It is a fun experience. It's a great experience being out on the boats. But more importantly, the whole overall thing and coming home and enjoying the crab and everything, that's what it's all about. We like to share it with our neighbors and everybody else, too. It's a great thing to do, and it's a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy it. I don't like my neighbors that much. Yeah, well, there's a couple of mine on a question about Crab? It. Really? You're sharing with your neighbors? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we get a little Not silly. Unless he's mowing my lawn. And yeah, we did King Salmon, too. Well, let's go. take a quick break, and I'll reexamine my mental health right after this quick there break. There you go. Y'all stick around. There's lots going on. We're taking you to Bodega Bay next, hooking up with one of the best, Captain Rick Powers of the new Sea Anchor, right after this quick break. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber 
fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, the holidays are going to be, the rest of the holidays are going to be on us before we can know Can we start it. playing reindeer music? No. On the breaks? You can play anything you want, but you didn't bring the duck calls in this year. And that, was, I that has been an absolute pleasure. I didn't do that. You know, and I haven't seen guys driving around out there today. Every Saturday I come in, there's always a couple of guys yeah. in quads or side-by-sides or whatever, <laughs> coated in mud. And you know they're heading out there. To go duck hunting. Yeah. But I think everybody's just kicked back this weekend. There's no traffic. It kind of is. And, you know, there's a storm coming. This, this weather's way too beautiful for duck season. You know, it's just, it's it's too nice. It's nice for everything. It okay. really is. And and a uh, little weather coming Monday, it looks like. We're going to get some rain and some snow in the Sierra. So I that's hope, a good because, thing. Because, you know, one station you watch it and they're, oh, a couple of days of rain. Yeah. And then you look at another one and they've got nothing plotted. But right. I did see this morning, I was checking uh, the weather channel. It looks like next Tuesday, maybe even next Thursday down the line. Yeah. Not this coming up, but the following, we're going to get a little rain too. So it's starting to see a if shift. We can line them up. That'll 58, be the percent 58% of chance of rain in the Vacaville area on those days. If it doesn't change. If it doesn't change. Hey, Seth, we got to throw one out because I, I noticed it last night as I was putting some stuff together for my show. Um, it's, we're being told 
by California State Parks that all of the paved launch ramps at Lake Oroville are closed. And I know a lot of our listeners on California Sportsman, you know, that this is a time of year they like to venture up to Oroville and do some trolling and, you know, chase chase those trout around, maybe try to catch a big brown, all that fun stuff. Maybe and even a big king. Maybe even a big some king, some left, around. you know. But, yeah, so uh, there is still a gravel ramp over at Spillway. It is for sure four-wheel drive only. And, you know, I, I just don't know about launching some of the big heavy metal boats over there. But, um, but just so folks know. Uh, Oroville, they are telling us that all of the pave ramps are closed at Lake Oroville right now. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, sucks. Gravel, four-wheel drive only. And Berryessa, the little bit of rain we did have, helped hold everything. Yes. So you still have access at Berryessa. It's still a little careful. If you got a big, heavy monster boat, you better have a tandem. Yeah. Because if you drop off those wheels on your trailer off the back, it's going to be kind of a pain to get it back up. Hey, this is our new launch ramp report. Brought to you by some winch company. We'll have to get them as a sponsor. Oh, geez, but, yeah. maybe we got to get yeah. a hold of one. Yeah, right we got to get, get a hold of that. But, you know, our friends that want to go Clear Lake uh, crappie fishing, this is always a great time of year for that. Uh, they have extended those ramps at 3rd Street, 5th Street, and Lakeport, and down in the Oaks. Same but, thing at Eagle Lake. They went yep. up and they dropped out a bunch of stuff. They're going to be pulling out the docks, which will make it even tougher on the 29th of this month. Yeah. But you can still launch there easily if you've got a boat yeah. and jump in. So anyway, that just, just you know, I know a lot of folks might be thinking, hey, let's run up to Oroville. It's a great time of year to be up there. There's your launch ramp report. Yeah, our weekly launch ramp. Bass. <laughs> we <laughs> got to do it, man. Hey, let's take a trip right now. Let's go up to Kent's favorite town and one of my favorite hangouts. Let's head to Bodega Bay. And let's do nothing but climb on board the new sea angler and talk with him. If it's my favorite town, I get a free lunch up there at that place on top of the hill, don't I? Yeah, we like a little uh, fish and chips up yeah. there. It might be decent yeah. to swallow. Let's climb on board with Rick right now. Good morning, Captain Powers. How are you today? Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What's going well. What's been going on out there this past week? Tell our listeners what they missed out on. Well, I, I have to tell you, Seth, this crabbing has been off the hook. It's been really, really good. Uh, rock diving's been good. We're getting limits of crabs, limits of rockfish, and most of our trips we're getting in early. Well, getting in early is one of those things that captains always like to do, especially when they've got a boat full of smiling customers hand right with them, too. You know, we, we've been lucky, Seth. The uh, crabs have been on the bike. The rock diving have been close, so it's been... Uh, been about as good as it can get, to be honest with you. Well, I was talking with James Smith earlier today, and he said that uh, he had a lot of crabs that were moving out of the shallow areas, and he was in- inviting uh, other anglers and private boaters to get out in a little bit deeper water where the opportunity's better. What's it like over in Bodega? A little different or about the same? No, there was a little swell yesterday, but it really didn't impact the crabbing that much. We had uh, one spring in the shallows, and it was productive. It fell off a little bit, but I'll tell you, it's been strong. They're healthy crabs, full of meat. They're they're heavy. Well, Rick, you're really involved in uh, all the fisheries up and down the coast. And uh, one of the things that uh, we also heard this week is the commercial season may be pushed off even further. What are you hearing? Giving sport fishing opportunities uh, a, a real op to get out there and get their crab. Yeah, you know, the commercial guys have been held off. And uh, a lot of my friends are commercial fishermen. (laughs) Uh, It's nice to be out here fishing. And uh, they'll be out here soon. But right now, if you want to get out and get crab, we're doing it daily and we're catching rock. We're having a lot of fun. 
Rick, what's the uh, uh, whale situation like? You know, they were talking big numbers of whales still hanging out in our areas. Is that still going on? Obviously, it must be, or they wouldn't. Have, they would have allowed sport fishing, or excuse me, commercial to get started. So it sounds like there's a, lot, a fair number number of animals still offshore out in the deep water, and until they kind of clear out, um, they'll probably be delayed. It may be mid December. It could be the end, the end of December. Well, you've got to have guys getting off your boat nowadays with big smiles on their face, with the big fish that are being caught out there, the opportunities, and the great weather we've been experiencing. What are you looking at for next week? Well, we we do have a frontal system coming through Monday. Starts up uh, late tomorrow afternoon. Monday, we're going to scratch. We're not going to fish. But we'll be running every day after that. I think the weather conditions will be good be good after after we get this frontal activity <laughs> you know i got a, a an echo on here and it's driving me crazy but well, anyway just, just let it drive you a little more crazy till we get out of here we, we'll see what we can do about it here in our end hey rick one of the other things that i wanted to ask you about is the the customers out there are all wanting to know do we have to cook it do they cook it tell them what you guys do when you come back in with your crab okay so they have a choice they can they can either take them home boil them, steam them themselves. We also have some gal- a couple gals here that are steaming crab, cleaning and steaming and doing a great job. So it's a that's a wonderful service if you don't want to mess with them yourself. It's a perfect service, and it's really kind of a pain to set it all up at home. If you're not ready for it, you don't do it regularly. It can be a real, especially when the wind's blowing, you're trying to boil water outside. Just doesn't work. Oh, great. the propane bottle's going to run out of propane halfway through because you took it off the barbecue, and you didn't know how much was on that. Well, Rick's been there before, but Rick showed me a little thing called steaming them. You don't always have to throw them in a swimming pool that's hot. You know, It doesn't have to be a hot tub. You can put about two inches of water in the bottom, let it boil away, and let it steam all those things. Oh, I see how you guys are. Well, one of the benefits, Rick, is you've got the biggest boat out there. You got the biggest platform around. You got a smooth boat that rides on the water very nice. That's one of the reasons so many people are climbing on board gears, isn't it? it? It is a big vessel. It takes the weather well. It's 65 by 20 and, uh, people like the boat. I've had it a number of years and, uh, we'll continue to do what we do while, while we can. So it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun step over the years and, this crabbing, you know, with with the hoop nets, has has really been a boom for our industry. I mean, uh, for for families that want to get out and recreate, and have some fun, and, and and catch some crabs and catch some rockfish, and it's just it's a great recreational pursuit, and you can bring something home for the table. It's it, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Well, Rick, give them all the hookup information they need so they can find out more about the new sea angler and all the trips that you offer. Yeah, if somebody wants to get in touch with us here in Bodega, they can reach us at 707-875-3495. Crabs right. are close, the fishing's good, now's a good time to get out. All right, Captain Rick Powers on the new Sea Angler. Rick, as always, thanks for hooking up with us and sharing with our listeners. We appreciate it. Can't step. you guys have a great day. All See right, you, Rick. you do the same, my friend. Take care. Hey, speaking of great days, last weekend... At 9.53, I believe it was, last Saturday morning, I pick up my phone and I got a text from Ken Brown out at Bodega Tackle. And he's standing there next to a monster bluefin tuna. 
obviously involved in the catch or to some extent. I have not read any of the articles yeah. on it, but I'm going live to I heard about a it. tackle right now. And we're hooking up with the man himself, Ken Brown, joins us live. Good morning, Ken. Hey, Seth, how you doing? Tell us about it. Just tell the story, man. That's got it. Somebody, I hope they had the right gear or it would have been a nightmare fight. Tell us about it. No, we had the right gear. We, uh, yeah, me and my son and, um, a friend of ours named Jamie, he, uh, we all were, he- we headed out to Fanny Shoals to do some big, uh, lean cod fishing and, and then we kind of took care of that. And then, um, we moseyed on up to Cordell. Put out the gear. We had some uh, we had some fifty wides with fifteen hundred yards of line on them, and um, put out uh, a couple Mad Max, uh, Mad Max and a Yuzuri Bonita. We're kind of just moving around. We had heard on the radio there's been some teasers. Nobody's hooked anything yet, and so we headed that direction. And we weren't really thinking we were going to get anything. We'd gone out once before, and it was kind of like you know what kind of whatever. But then one rod took off. We had an operator error. Uh, we took the rod out of the holder, and we didn't really talk about it. So then after we realized this is possible, we started going again and hooked up about an hour later and, and fought that thing for 45 minutes and got it up to the boat, and it ended up being 76 inches. Um, and dressed in guild, it was, or gutted in guild, it was 2026. Talked to Bob Costarella at Costarol Seafood, and he says you had 20% for the overall weight, so that puts it at about 242. It was a big sucker. That is a my big sucker. Was, that, the photo. My son was on the rod, and he was dying. He, I was giving him little breaks between, and the other guy where it was holding the rod. It was a three-man It was a three man fight for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was going to say. It was not IGFA certified at all. I've <laughs> never caught a bluefin. I've caught some albacore, and I had some albacore on. I just assumed pass around, too, so I can only imagine what it a 242 would feel like on the Nobody other end. Nobody cares about IGFA certification step, but the guy at the fish market told you how much he weighed, and that's really all that matters with a bluefin tuna. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Cut, yeah. cut, and cut, and shrink wrapped. And what did you do with that fish? Uh, we all, we split it up between us and we handed some out to some friends, you know, and, you know, and, uh, just eating it. Actually, we sat, we were eating it yesterday afternoon, we we're working and we got some out and we we're, I've cut up a bunch of pieces, shared it with some customers. Well, but, you're, uh, you're fortunate uh, that you had the right gear, and the guy that you know owns and runs Bodega Tackle should have the right gear. So that that is a, <laughs> that is a great step in the right direction. You can imagine how many guys are out there using their pin sixty squitters or something like that that think they've got a shot at one of these that gets a hookup. Hmm. Are you hearing stories? Yeah, of, was, are, you, um, are you hearing any stories about lost fish? I am hearing lost fish. I mean, most of the lost fish seem to be due to uh, undersized gear, and this, this is new up here, this, especially this size of fish. And I was talking to Paul, the owner of Reliable Fish Bags, and they said about nine years ago they had the same thing happen down there. They just kind of showed, because I was like, hey, man, this is crazy going on, because I've been selling cow bags here. And he's all, the same thing happened nine years ago. You know, they showed up, and we're thinking it's a one-time thing, and then, Next thing you know, they showed up again, and next thing you know, they're here. He's all, I bet they're not, those fish aren't going anywhere. So I don't think they're going anywhere. Well, I think uh, this that, is going to be a new fishery. That's what Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University, has told us last week. He says it looks like a historic change of the routes that they follow going as they, you know, progress and move throughout the year. And it could yep. end up, could end up leaving us a fishery, you know, 
that uh, we dream about having off of our coast. And bingo, here it is out there right now. Guys are still hooking up with them. I don't know about all the other yeah. exotics. I don't know if they're getting Dorado or any of the other things right now, too. Have you heard? I have not heard. Um, I have not. The, uh, the only other fish I heard was a mako that was caught. Somebody was slow trolling, and they got a mako shark. But I'll tell you what, there were thousands of tuna out there the day we were out there they were everywhere we were just kind of going from pile to pile and on my chart it looked like salmon trolling times 100 you know the scale there's lines everywhere just curling back and forth well you know this whole there was this whole thing is based on the enormous population of bait fish that are holding miles out there they say they've never seen populations in schools so big of bait fish so it's going to help yeah. the fish help the fisheries just drastically and keep bringing those fish up here. I don't think you'd uh, argue with it one bit, would you, if you had a new fishery up here? Oh, I wouldn't. I I would enjoy it. I could just see. I it hope all. I didn't spend. I hope I didn't spend the money on just a one year thing. No, I don't think you did. I think you probably did right. Well, Ken, real quick, what's what else is going on out there? What are the other guys doing? Uh, uh, the crabbing. Crabbing's been obviously really good, like Rick was saying. Tomales Bay seems to be really good for crab. I didn't hear this last year, but people are doing really well. Um, they are also, there's some halibut. My son's neighbor, Scott, was out there a couple days ago, and he got a big thresher shark while he was uh, halibut fishing. And the rock fishing has just been great. When we went out that day, we had two fish were 25 pounds and then an 18 pounder and we let some 12s go and the, the fishing it's been really good it's and, and then here at the river the petalumas because it's been dredged it's still putting out uh stripers and it seems to be a little bit of activity down uh you know down in san pablo for this for the sturgeon there's a lot going on right now i'm actually i'm probably surprised how busy we are it's hopping right now no question about it well ken give them the information so they can Find your place as they're leaving but the uh, uh, Petaluma area, heading out to Bodega Bay. Give them the address and show them where they can stop by and get everything they need. Okay, our address is 884 Bodega Avenue, Suite 3, Petaluma, California, 94952. Phone number is 707-559-3239. And we have all the crab bait you guys need. Uh, we, we, even got, uh, we even got mackerel. We've been getting a lot of the mackerel from up in Oregon and some of it out at Bodega, but we got pretty much everything you need. And we got live ghosts now too. We just started showing up. There you have it, folks. One of the best shops around. Bodega Tackle right on the way to Bodega Bay as you leave Petaluma. Ken, you have a great time today and congratulations on that great catch last week. All right, Seth. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. You take care. What a great experience that must have been for him as kid. And oh my gosh. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You probably. Three-man fish fight. You'd probably be able to handle that, though, on a bass stick, couldn't you? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to handle What pound test they got on those things? Probably a That's probably 100-pound braid wouldn't even do it. Probably 200-pound braid. I don't know. Probably fishing 100. I don't know. But, I mean, that's it's pretty amazing. Well, I don't think I'll take a Zebco out. Well, I shouldn't badmouth a company like this. There you so go. I'm not putting yeah. a Ze- I'm not putting a tuna on a Zebco this week. No, you don't want to do that. Let's take that a, sounds let's, like a great, great day. Let's take that break he just started. That'd be a dang good idea right now. So we just quit talking aimlessly in here. We'll be right back after this, and we're hooking up with Zach Medinas with Sturgeon Fishing right after this.
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. California's largest sportsman's expo is back, January 19th at Cal Expo. Get to your next adventure in style. You'll find the best selection of boats, ATVs, campers, and accessories, all at special prices. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, today I want to share a few fresh water tips for you to have good drinking water in your RV. Some do's and don'ts that you should be following. Well, for starters, there are specific hoses designed for transporting from the water faucet to your RV faucet fresh water for drinking. It's not a garden hose. It's not the hose you use to wash down the RV. A dedicated, clean, water pure 
hose for you to have your drinking water. And that should be tied in also with one of the inline filters that run anywhere from $9.95 up to $50 so that you're running that water through, filtering out any particles or contaminants or maybe even some of the bad smells that I know many of us have come across out there in the world when we're hooking up water in different RV parks. Well, storing your hoses is very important. And when you're storing them underneath in your RV, it's a real good idea to screw the two ends together. That way no spiders or insect can go crawling up inside the hose and end up in your soup later on. You know, it's a good idea to keep them separate, especially from your black water hoses. You have to have a designated hose for your gray water and black water. That's dumping your sewer lines, shall we say, your bath water, your sink water, and your bathroom water all goes through your big sewer line that goes out. But we're really cautious about wanting to hose out that sewer line. So we grab any old hose and run water down it. And it's an easy way to contaminate everything in the area if you're using your drinking water hose to clean out your sewer hose, don't do that. Use a specific one for your gray lines and for your black lines cleaning out and only use your fresh water drinking hose for drinking water and don't go back and forth. You'd hate to get confused. You'd hate to get screwed up. You'd hate to get sick or maybe worse, get some of your family members sick as a result of it. And one of the other things you should always do is wear gloves whenever you're working with the sewer lines. Designated hose for your gray and black water flushing. Never cross-contaminate. Always use gloves. And use a filter to enjoy the water that you've got there at the park instead of wondering, am I going to get sick from this or not? It's a good idea to stay on top of it. You can always bring along some fresh bottled water. And remember, you can boil anything if you're really questioning it. But fortunately, most of the places out there test regularly and they're trouble-free. But you don't want to find those that aren't. So please be careful. Treat your fresh water as it is. And don't confuse it with your hoses or equipment or even mingle it with the stuff from your sewer lines and your drainage lines. All of that needs to be separate so that you can stay safe and have a great time outdoors. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. A lot going on out there and a lot of fish being caught, a lot of sturgeon being caught. I had a conversation just yesterday with Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures about the number of fish that people are taking, and we kind of both have the same feeling. Boy, it'd sure be nice if we did more catch and release and we saved these fisheries, and it would be nice if they'd manage the fishery so that it could be something like 
like they have up in Oregon up there where people fly in from all over the world to catch giant prehistoric sturgeon. And they really manage it well. Out here we manage a catch-and-keep system most of the time, and I don't think we're really developing the potential of the uh, sturgeon. We'll see what happens. I know there's a lot of people talking about it now. Let's go live on board with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. He's got a boat full, I'm sure, out there today after last weekend taking a ladies' trip out. And I want to find out what happened there. Good morning, Captain Zach Medinas. How are you today? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing fine. You got Virginia on board with you? Yeah, yeah. I got my right-hand man, my right-hand woman with me, and uh, we're getting ready to take off in just a little bit here. We've just got gray light right now, and... I don't know. I'm not one to run out in the dark to save 20 minutes, so we're going to get going just a bit. Yeah, there's some trees floating around out there nowadays. I would be, I'd be real careful out there myself. Well, Gate Crashers Fishing is one of the only boats out there with two captains on board, folks. But uh, tell you what, one of them's going to catch you fish, the other one's going to drive the boat. But they do take turns every now and then. Virginia Salvador, the co-captain there, is an outstanding angler and a barrel of excitement. She and Zach will both be on the stage at the California Sportsman's Theater at the International Sportsman's Expo this year. Zach, how's the action been out there this past week? You know, it's been decent. Uh, not too bad. Um, most boats are catching uh, at least a fish or two. Um, but the the really magical part about this time of year is the fall. You know, it's just... There's certain things that you get to experience when you're on the water. It doesn't even matter if you're just right on the bank looking at the water. When you're on the water this time of year, I mean, you really feel like you're kind of trapped in a postcard. It's just it's just gorgeous out there. There's nothing wrong with being trapped in a postcard. I like being trapped on a boat myself, especially when it's cool outside and you're dressed appropriately for it. There's nothing more fun than sharing time out there with your buddies in a boat, having a great time. And I would imagine in a big boat like yours, the uh, comfort of that one, Jason Sturgeon, would even be more fun. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot of six pack uh, licenses given out to, you know, smaller boats and and uh, ours is a 28 foot Fairlawn. There's a lot of room to be comfortable in. Um, you can also go inside the enclosed cabin if you want to get out of uh, if we do have a little wind. But as I said, I mean, geez, this time of year it just I mean it's just so nice out there. Right now there's not a leaf. I was going to say the there's and... probably not even a leaf falling out of the trees right now. It's absolutely <laughs> still this morning. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I can't wait to get out and enjoy the day. Zach, are you finding fish in shallows now that the water's cooled down? Or are they still hanging in some of the holes, or are they just scattered all over? They are kind of scattered all over, and it's, you know, it's just playing the hand that you're dealt. Today we've got a really small tide in the morning. I, I actually like really small tides. I can fish deep during those tides. But, um, you know, you can fish kind of a little bit shallower as well. So we'll start looking in the deep water and see what we find so we can get, you know, get enough current. You need some current, just not too much. How's the moon phase right now? Yeah, you know, moons, I, I don't pay attention to moons. I don't pay attention to barometric pressure and all that stuff because I'm going either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're out there in the big water, too, the brackish water and salt water where you're fishing most of the places. To me, on the freshwater lakes, I got all these little lightweight, sensitive fish that go, oh, it's a high pressure day. I'm not going to bite. But, yeah, no, that's true. They get to feed into a lot, you know, a lot of the uh, more predatory fish, whether it's salmonoids or trout, they get to eat all night long for you if you got a full moon. But with sturgeon, uh, they rock and roll day, they rock and roll at night. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, they really do the job on them. You know, one of the things that uh, I've been hearing so much of is the amount of sea lions that are into the system. I mean, I'm sure they're all the way up to the American River here by now. 
But are you seeing that experience out there too? I know you had a big one chasing around one of your sturgeon you had on a couple of months ago. But are you seeing sturgeon messing with the, excuse me, are you seeing any of the sea lions messing with the sturgeon out there? Yeah, it's an unfortunate part of our system now. You know, we got a marine mammal that's up here in the delta. And, you know, if you do catch uh, a really nice-sized sturgeon, a lot of times you do see the uh, the tails of their lives, and you'll see it on their bodies. You only know, see big, big chunks where they've had to heal from being attacked, and they've escaped sea lion predation. And, yeah, it's it's a real problem. Well, I know that uh, more and more guys are reporting them out there. That's the uh, saltwater encroachment into the Delta system. I don't even know how far it goes, but I know that uh, guys are telling me they're seeing shark and everything else up around Rio Vista. So that means it's it's processed uh, quite a ways back. There's just a backup of saltwater coming in. Yeah, that's true. That is a big topic of conversation. And when that happens, you know, a lot of times that sediment, once it gets way up there, you're not going to get it out for a very, very long time. Even if you do have runoff, it's going to linger, you know. So, yeah, that is a big, big, big problem for sure. So today you're going to be tossing out baits. I'm sure you have about six rods ready to go out. What are you going to be putting out there? What's your number one offering for sturgeon? You know, we like to keep it simple. Uh, lamprey eel, we still have a little bit of that left. And uh, we fish our salmon, salmon roe. Um, shrimp baits are nice though you know like i said before you know october november it's the best two months for stripers i think on our lower delta so guy that's fishing uh shrimp baits he can catch both oh yeah i used to do that as a kid we'd catch a lot of stripers while we we're fishing and we would load it up ghost bait we'd use ghost shrimp on there we'd put a couple of grass shrimp on we wanted to look like a smorgasbord for us but that's exactly what you do you lay down a meal on a nice plate all over fanned out behind the back of your boat and you just invite them into your dining room Absolutely. You know, I always tell people when you're pursuing something in the wild, you know, fish, we're talking about fish. Um, guys think just they can put out any old bait and the fish, if they're hungry, they're going to eat it. And it's not really true. You don't see very many skinny sturgeon. You got to tempt them. You got to tempt them with something extra and food grade. Well, Zach, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get out with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures and have a great time on the water. And, folks, mark down that ISE show coming up January 19th to 22nd. You'll be able to see both uh, – Zach Medinas and Virginia Salvador doing seminars there in the California Sportsman Theater. Give them the hookup info, Zach. For sure. Come out and fish with us. You can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. If you want to get a hold of us online, you can go on gatecrasherfishing.com. We have Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to being out at ISE again. And um, we're already getting a lot of really neat prizes to raffle off to all the people either stop by the booth or go to our seminars. We're looking forward to ISE uh, 2023. Can't wait. All right, Guy, you have a good one. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in just a second. Roll it, Nate. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, that can only mean one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing fine. How's the Rod Father doing? <laughs> Good. You were a busy man this last week. How does an old timer like you keep up with as many trips out fishing and playing as you had? Uh, it's starting to catch up to me. Yeah, well, I bet it is. You can give an idea of our listeners what your week was like, including the trip with your grandson and that PCP rifle. Yeah, Sunday I took my grandson, you know, shooting, um, turkeys and gray squirrels. Had a good time. Kids a hell of a shot. <clears throat> and then the next day I went to the ocean 
uh, went and caught limited crabs and actually did a video on how to catch these uh, hitchhiking big lingcod because they move up shallow in the fall. And I was catching them in 35 to 50 feet. And um, they're all hitchhikers. And I didn't bring the right equipment, but I still got quite a few of them in the boat. Well, you know the secret to hitchhiking. You, I'm sure you know it. Don't set the hook. Just real steady. Nope. Don't set it real steady. And I use a pretty flimsy rod, a parabolical rod, like a flipping stick. And I seem to lose less than my friends. They were they had really fast taper rods, and they seemed to get off a little easier. But uh, it's just something that you know I used to do a long time ago with my dad all the time. Well, let's tell, I turn let, let's tell them what that down. little technique is. Let's tell them what it is. They might tell not. them what a hitchhiker is. Exactly. Let's tell them what that yeah. is. You know, I I take my spoon. I was using a three-ounce spoon and jigging and catching all kinds of different things. You could catch lings on the spoon, but I would catch like a sea trout or a black. And once I set the hook and reel them up about two or three feet, it don't feel big. I just hold it there. And you just hold it, and those ling cods sense a uh, hurt fish, you know, because he's on the spoon. And all of a sudden, you just feel something, grab it, and it just a slow tug. If you yank it, you'll miss them because it'll pull right out of their mouth. But I showed on the video. My video will be coming out Monday on the lings. And I show you their teeth. They're angled in. So when they grab it, you just feel something hanging on. I just start reeling real slow. And it's good to have that parabolical rod so it doesn't. the fish don't let it off. He can't feel it. Then I bring them up, and you bring them slow, and then make sure you use a gaff. And when they come up right to the don't lift them out of the water and whack them when they're about a couple inches under the water. And it's a blast. And we were losing a lot of them. My buddy was, Tom was losing a lot of them because I think his rod was a little too stiff. Well, you know, a lot of the guys, a lot of guys that go out there with those stiffer sticks, really sensitive tips on them, they think, oh, I'll feel the bite. I'll do this. They get there a little bit too early sometimes. They feel it, yeah, but before that is really in the mouth, they're feeling it and taking well, it away from Well, they get them. that. You're never going to catch a big fish with that light rod. And yeah. You know, you're never going to feel a fish with that heavy rod. So uh, when the rod loads up like Alan's does, and I've yeah. seen it load up, I know what happens. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you just being up about five feet up, they won't take you in the rocks because if you're too low to the bottom and they hit it and you let them have it for a second, you're going to get snagged. They'll just take you right into the hole. Oh, yeah. They're sitting in the rocks. And I even showed it on the graph where to look for them. And every time I came over that pinnacle and let it down, I got a bit. I got bit. So, you know, the video is really interesting. Denise did a really good job on it. It'll be out this Monday. And then when I turned around and got home, we left at 3.30, and I got home, put the boat away by, washed down by 8 p.m. I got up in the morning and went to try for fishing. <laughs> it's killing me now. But I got some big ones. You know, I caught them up to 12 pounds on A-rigs. Oh, my 12-pounder is a handful <laughs> and a half, dude. Those those are pretty impressive. You just fishing swim baits on the A-rigs? Uh, yes, I use 5-inch swim baits on them. And they're, this is the time of year I like doing it, and those fish are in about 15 feet of water. Yeah. And they smack the thing. <laughs> well, Alan, the, go ahead. You know, Denise picked up her single one and said, I go, you know, you're not going to get bit on that. And shit, she caught one. Well, I, noticed, I, said, <laughs> I noticed that she caught one, and then you caught one that was a little bit no, bigger. I, I could. 
you know, she does the editing, but I caught a lot before she caught one, and she just don't edit it right. Well, what's, the, we've got you know, you're the editor, you got an advantage. Well, what do we got coming up on Monday for your? That's going to be the one on crab, and then Wednesday is going to be. No, your... no Monday's going to be on lingcod. Oh, okay. And then Wednesday will be my report. You know, I'll just do the basic report that I get all the info every week. The basic report, that's the one that humiliates me every time I watch it. He's out there knocking the snot out of him, and I'm sitting there watching the video on it. You know, Alan, uh, you get out there and you have a great time, and the smile on your grandson's face when shooting that turkey and everything with the PCP, fabulous time, fabulous memories for you and your family there. And, folks, if you'd like to share in some of these instances that he's sharing in videos, simply go to his YouTube channel I got to tell you, I've watched him from the start. He is getting so much better at these and doing such a great job on them right now. He's even wearing colors. I think Denise is actually dressing him now, putting clothes out on his bed. So, but, folks. Yeah, she's telling me, and then she asks, you need to spunk up more. Quit being so low-key, but I'm a low-key person. Well, she'll bring out the worst in you, so don't worry about it. I'm sure you'll be a high-key before we know it out here. Folks, you've got to check out his YouTube channel. Just go to Alan. I'm going to call Skeet and see if I can get a pair of those yellow pants he has for Alan. Oh, there you go. (laughs) you got to check out his his, uh, YouTube channel. That's Alan Fong Outdoors, where you can see all of the stuff that they recorded. And I'll tell you, folks, there's a lot to be learned by paying attention to them, especially the ones with the Lawrence locators and stuff. But every species, there's something for you to do and learn that Alan puts out these great videos. And if you'd like to pick his brain, you can always run him down at the Fisherman's Warehouse stores. I'm sure they've got some great Black Friday sales going on, as well as great Christmas gift ideas coming up. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us as always. Get a free subscription, folks. Just go over to uh, to the YouTube station. Go to your YouTube. God, I'll get it right yet. Get you, go to YouTube. Click on Alan Fong Outdoors. Channel. Thank you. And those subscriptions will just keep pouring in. You know, you can't buy these teeth in the mail. Alan, thanks a bunch. We appreciate you, my friend. And we'll see you here probably live next week. See you guys later. All right, take care. Alan Fong. Well, I got through that one okay. We had some phone issues there we had to deal with. We'll be right back, folks, after this quick break. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? 
For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new, new ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing well. What do you got up your sleeve this morning for us? Oh, it's been excellent along the uh, the, the coast up. We've had pretty good weather all week long. We've got a little bit of wind coming up this morning, but it's not going to be enough to turn back the, uh, the six-packs, but the... Smaller guys might not be able to get out after crab. Crabbing, excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, we commercial fleet is still shut down due to uh, whales being offshore, and it's been easy limits for everybody. I haven't heard of a single boat that has missed on on limits of crab since the uh, the season opened nearly uh, a, a month ago. Rock cod fishing has been off the hook. Bodega Bay, the real magic. They've been up getting limits of rock cod generally north, up around the river to. Uh, to uh, Fort Ross and uh, Ricky Powers has been finding lots of big wing cod down south off of uh, Point Reyes, so he's he's been racking them up and sending a lot of people home with uh, with big smiles. And same uh, thing, Emeryville, Berkeley boats—they're all doing really well. Limits of rockfish, limits of crabs. If you get out when the weather's good, it's pretty much guaranteed. And uh, the crab is going to is going to hold up until the commercial fleet sets. And uh, I don't think that's going to be at least for another couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I was talking to Rick earlier as well as to James, and he said that there's still so much potential entanglement out there that they may be holding them off even longer. Well, you know, just a little side note here, my friend. Uh, live in the blind last week, how did your duck hunt go? Oh, that was that was uh, phenomenal. You heard I, you went I, jewelry I, shopping. I did, and and you know, and, and the wife wasn't happy. Yeah. We came home with all this jewelry, and she wasn't happy. Cat, I don't uh, understand it. Wrong kind of jewelry, Ogney. Right? Yeah, not to a no, duck I've hunter. Never, I've never had I've never had three bands in a, in a single day. I was out with both of my sons. We traditionally hunt Thanksgiving Day, and uh, because I was hosting Thanksgiving, I, we hunted the, the day before. We had three. I had a, a couple of gaddies banded. My son got a, a, a banded gaddy, and they weren't all in one group. Generally, you'd think they'd be in one group. They were throughout the uh, the, uh, the uh, morning. It was just a, it was a, you know, we got our pintail, so we had to lay off any uh, any pens. It was just kind of a, a widgeon gaddy and a couple of teal type of, uh, of shoot. And uh, to pick up three bands in a single day, plus, plus, I couldn't believe it really pissed off one of my sons. I had two scotch doubles. So uh, I was uh, I was having a good one, and I really enjoy it. But, you know, that's what it's all about, Seth. And, and you and I, we talk about it all the time. you got to just get out and, and do it. Too many people sit back and, oh, I'll wait or I'll do this. Look at Alan. Alan's having just an absolute ball out there at least four or five days out of the out of the a week. Yeah, he says he goes and, at uh, least three days a week. I think last week was five. Yeah. Well, when I tuned in, what I didn't understand about his little clip, so when I came on, on the air, he was saying, well, you only lift him a couple inches out of the water and whack him. What was he talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, what do you lift out of the water and he whack? Was, he, was, he was hitchhiking a link cot over, uh, over oh, uh, Bodega. Okay. Okay. Now you know what we're whacking. Yeah. It's a good yeah. idea to whack no, no, one before they let go. He was talking him. about no, gaffing him. No, Alan, you look down, you gaff him six inches under the water. You never let him even break the surface. That's what he was talking about. Well, every time something breaks the surface, it wants to go right back down to the bottom, so that's not a good idea. Mike, you know how it works. We're running out of time already, but real quick, give them all the hookup information for the real magic. You got new captains on board and they're going wild out there right new now. New owners, are, new owners are taking over. They're fantastic people. They're just, I, I have nothing but great things to say. And that's all I hear about them. And, uh, the number of the real magic is 707-875-BOAT. Thank you, Michael. Mr. Mike Ogneys. Once again, giving us the great information we need on Saltwater Reports. We appreciate you, Michael. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You know how it works, folks. There's a whole other hour right around the corner here, and Kent and I will figure out what we're going to be talking about here in probably the next 60 seconds or so. We've got John Kirk from the International Sportsman's Expo joining us in just a few minutes. He's going to tell you about the big show coming to the Cal Expo January 19th to 22nd, right after this. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next.
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walking. Take a break off and on and let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. And now, more California Sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, one of the most exciting things that's going to happen in 2023 is going to happen in January if you're an outdoorsman or a sportsman. The International Sportsman's Expo is coming to town January 19th. I should to... put that on my calendar, huh? I think you should probably make some notes. I'll be darned. Pass that on. And huh. j- joining us right now from the International Sportsman's Expo is their director of communications, our good friend, Mr. John Kirk, joins us live. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. Great to hear you. Go ahead, Mr. Brown. Hit him between the eyes. Well, no, it's, uh, we're looking forward to it. The ISC, you know, last year was a, uh, it was a, a comeback year for the International Sportsman's Expo, John, but it, it was really cool to, uh, you know, to, to, to see it get through that comeback year. Now we're ready for, uh, now we're ready to kind of get back in. Roll, it's rolling time. Yeah, we're we, ready to get back into what we do. We experienced the first post COVID. Now we want the real thing the back real, again. Exactly right. <laughs> and I know you guys well, are, I know you guys are scrambling and running and pulling together the show. Best, 
I mean, it's the best thing that happens out here in the West, and we can't live without it. Appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, it is going to be a lot bigger and better than last year. Um, uh, obviously, the, the travel restrictions uh, kept a lot of the lodges away, but Alaska, Mexico, South Africa, those folks are back. So folks are going to be able to plan their vacations and their their, their dream trips uh, like they used to. Um, and I think that uh, also back we've got uh, probably more tackle manufacturers than we've had in many years, which is great. And all the retailers are back, too. So you've got uh, Fisherman's Warehouse and Turner's is going to have the hunting stuff and Johnson Hicks and fly fishing specialties. Um, and and Cal, uh, Cal Fish and Wildlife is back and uh, California Parks is back. Those folks had to pull out last year because they were government and uh you know, um, I, I, I'm excited that we're able to bring back the things uh, that people want to see and the kind of products that they want to buy. And uh, obviously, the seminar schedules will be full, as always, with the experts that you folks uh, help bring in your uh, theaters and as well as in theaters elsewhere. We've got a bunch of new dog training folks, which I'm excited about, including Dr. Anna, who's a vet and also an avid uh, duck hunter. So she's going to talk about how to keep your dog healthy for the field and in the field. Um, and and I think that's kind of a, a quick overview of what's going to happen. Um, no, you left a big part of it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's what, not forget boats, boats, and, and more, more boats. boats. It is it is the largest <laughs> sport fish, sport boat, you know, fishing boat show uh, in Northern California, maybe in California generally. Uh, and, and we're looking forward to seeing some new product and our dealers are finally seeing some inventory back in their, in their stores and, and they're going to be able to bring some great new products to the show this year. One and, of the uh, biggest really exhibitors is Gone Fishing Gone Marine. Fish Marine. Up. Yep. I've gone by there and there are so many new boats out there and you know what he's doing. He's leaving the plastic on them. He's going to unwrap those suckers right in time to get them in. They're going to all be tagged to head to Cal Expo in January. And, and, it, and, and that part is, is really a lot of fun. Uh, John, because it, you know, whether you're in the market for a new boat or not, everybody likes to come and drool on boats. Well, I, I think you're right. And, and I think the interesting thing was that, uh, the largest category, uh, of folks to come back and come back quickly were the boat guys, yeah. even though, as you know, they were having problems and now they're all, they're all there. And then, and stocks starting to come back, as you said. And, yeah. Uh, I just, it, you know, I think that feeling coming back to somewhat of a new normal or a normal whatever is important. Um, we all want to get back in the groove and do what we do. And, 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 uh, the, the show is kind of the annual get together where we mark a bunch of things and we get set for a bunch of things that we kind of set our outdoor schedule yeah. and, uh, Life, life feels good when, when that, when that's happening. A lot of people just plan on the ISC to pick their vacations and walk around where they're going to deposits on where they're going to go that year to basically interview the different lodges all in those areas and determine which one they want to go to. And boy, does, is that a lot bigger than buying a pig and a poke? Yeah, no. And you know, the Alaskan halibut trips and salmon trips and a lot of the stuff that they're doing there, Sep. And, uh, you know, John, it's great to see once again, you guys have Toyota back. Uh, as a, as a major corporate sponsor of the show. And I've been fortunate enough this year to, uh, to actually have one of the 2022 Tundras on the road. And, um, 
man, we've got a truck that's getting 21, 22 miles a gallon on the highway step, and uh, and everyone was wondering how that V6 motor was going to work. And I'm you, envious. Of yeah, it. you got to go look at them. You got to you got to <laughs> stop in and, and uh, visit the Toyota folks when you're there as well. They've got a whole exhibit that'll be set up out there. Hey, John, um, one of the things that I always look forward to, and because I'm so locked down with the theater and everything, I don't get over there as much. Youth Outdoor Sports Fair is that going to be taking place Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday? Yeah, thanks for mentioning that, Seth. I think. Um, it's one of the know, coolest places to go watch kids get those big, I can't say that word. I was going to say big grins on their face, but I was going to set it up a little bit better. Right. Yeah. I knew where you're going. <laughs> well, yeah, we've uh, actually, we have so many new folks and all the folks who were there before have come back that we've had to move it into building D, which is called the white tent. And yeah, it starts Friday at 3 p.m. and then is all weekend. And yeah, uh, Cal Parks has got a huge thing. Um, California Fish and Wildlife has a bunch of activities. Uh, Golden Empire Scouting is there. Cal Fire's coming in. They're going to bring a fire truck and they're going to have a bunch of cool things for the kids to do. And then we'll have obviously the catch and relief fishing pond. We'll have archery. We'll have shooting. We'll have a rock climbing wall. Um, you know, live raptors. Uh, it's pretty amazing, actually, since it's all free for the kids. I've got an observation for you. You know, when kids go to with their parents to the mall, the parents are dragging them along behind them. Yeah. When kids go to the ISC, the parents are being dragged along behind the kids at the exactly. Youth Outdoor Sports Fair. Exactly. I want to do this, Daddy. I want to do this, Mom. Well, and it's cool. And and John, kids are uh, kids are free, so that's a that's that's another good thing with the ISC. Yeah. Well. Um, Brian Lang, our owner, has always believed in the future, and uh, that's a big deal. Not many shows, you know, they're able to do it maybe for kids under six or eight or whatever, but we believe that, you know, kids become an adult in the out- outdoors about 16, so every kid 15 and under still gets in free to get that experience and to check out what they like and learn some new things and meet people that probably, uh, you know, in often cases are their friends for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and I and I don't think ISC gets enough credit for not only the youth outdoor fair, but letting those kids through the gate uh, to join the family for free. Uh, it's it's a warm fuzzy over yep, there. It absolutely. truly is, and the parents watching their kids learn and play the games in the outdoors is phenomenal. John, you know we're going to be talking to you every week leading up to the show with different stuff that's going on. Uh, we're really proud of the seminar series and the speakers that we have. Many of them are right here, you know, live on the show. We hear them here every week on the show with great information to share. So I hope you'll join us again next week with more and more, and we'll just build this up to almost as big as the show really is. I know we can't cover it all, but, folks, January 19th to 22nd at Cal Expo, the International Sportsman's Exposition is back. You should be there. Kent and I will be there. The California Sportsman's Theater is going to be rolling, and there's lots to do and see. And all the new merchandise you've heard us talking about from the big conferences and big meetings that have been going on, the shot show, the tackle show, all of that, you're going to start seeing all those products. Well, Sepp and our listeners can follow along with International Sportsman's Expo. Obviously, the website, sportsexpos.com. But social media pages, John does a great job with that and, you know, follow along with Facebook and different places there. And uh, you can kind of just keep up to date and and a lot of uh, cool stuff coming. Mark your calendar, January 19th to 22nd at Cal Expo, the International Sportsman's Expo. Don't miss it. John, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Thanks, guys. Great time. 
It is going to be. You can bet on it. I'm no, really it's looking gonna forward be like to it. Five long hard days. Four. No, there's setup day. You don't ever show up oh, to that. Right. Remember. That's right. You said Yeah, up. no, you don't ever show up to that. Yeah, well, what the heck. Hey, Mark Blanton, I got a guy that'll polish those boats over there for you now. Hey, Mark Blanton, I've got a guy that polish. He carries rags with him. Uh, His name's Kent Brown. Yeah, no, I do that. Hey, let's hook up with a buddy we went fishing with a while back. We headed over to Pyramid Lake after that big storm. I want to find out what's going on at Pyramid right now. Let's get hooked up with a man himself from Pyramid Lake. Captain J.D. Ritchie joins us live. Good morning, J.D. What's up, fellas? Happy late Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I hope you and yours had an absolutely great one, too. Are you on the water yet or just planning on moving down that way? I'm just uh, sitting at the ramp waiting to talk to you, then getting the heck out of Dodge. All right. Are you uh, going in the same direction as we left, or has it changed? Oh, geez, yeah. Uh, it. Well, okay, so let's back up. You know, the uh, fall fishing was phenomenal. You guys... Missed that by a day. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Um, the uh, storm uh, hit and then uh, scattered things and made things really tough for, um, gosh, two weeks. So it wasn't just uh, when you guys were here. You were here at the beginning of the tough. And, and it was literally like the fish were abducted by aliens. They were gone. It was like they'd been <laughs> sucked out of the lake, man. Oh, it was incredible. And, and it was like that for a few days. And then I would... I got to where I could scratch out trolling at 70 feet, which isn't my favorite thing, you know, uh, four or five a day. And then it got cold and, uh, the lake turned over and the fish are all against the banks. And, and now it's back to, I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> the winter isn't quite like that fall fishing, which is just off the charts, but we're doing really, really well right now. And, uh, um, the biggest we've caught recently, ah, oh, we had a 13 pounder. The other day, 12s, 10s, nothing ginormous, but uh, that's still ginormous. <laughs> cutthroat trout yeah. that size. If you guys catch one, it's going to be the biggest cutthroat you ever catch in your life. There's no question about yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. So it's pretty awesome. It's a fact to fear. But now, of course, this time of year, we get into the sketchy uh, weather phase. And uh, we've had some, well, last week, it's warmed up uh, this week a little bit. But before I left for Thanksgiving, uh, the high was 27, and literally as we'd hit spray, it would freeze to the side of the boat. <laughs> and uh, that's where the heated cabin comes in nice. But uh, it was chilly. And then at the end of the day when I'm spraying the salt water off of my, uh, yeah, it's only like 3 o'clock, spraying pressure washing the boat, it's freezing to the side of the boat. <laughs> so it was chilly. Well, it feels quite a bit nicer. Well, we were dressed for bear when we went up there a few weeks it was ago, beautiful. and it was absolutely gorgeous. And yeah. uh, to have a lake that wiped out it was just startling to everybody involved. It's not the first time it's happened, by the way, and it's not the last time that it's going to happen. So we'll be heading back up your way, partner. We want to do that again. I was his way last night. I was in his neighborhood last night, and he didn't show up. So. Oh, well. Kent was up, <laughs> up there at Tahoe. His daughter singing oh. at the tree lighting. At the, at the Heavenly Village tree lighting, she performed oh, there last night. Oh, dude, I wish I was there. I would have would have gone and met you. Yeah, would have cool. Yeah, we got to hang out with the Blantons last night. So you know, Mark and I stayed out of trouble. That's the first time. So, oh, uh, that's you know, yeah. Hey, JD, <laughs> in a thousand, absolutely. But yeah, it, you know, it's beautiful up there where you live right now, man. I mean, you just a lot of folks saw a lot of fishing boats getting pulled around Tahoe too. Oh, good. Yeah, it's um, Tahoe's been. 
it went through a lull too when the Mackinac started spawning. Uh, they they're kind of October November depending on water temp and all that. Um, they start spawning and that fishing went uh, kind of belly up pyramid style and then um, it is back with a vengeance right now. The Mac fishing is just off the charts. No, it just and, shows uh, those big storms can come through, screw everything up for you and me and for all the anglers. But it's probably good for the fish as it confuses bait fish and everything else. Yep. And they all move around the lake finding new sources of food. J.D., give them all yep. the hookup info. they got to get out there and fish Pyramid or at least jump on board and fish Tahoe with you. Great fisheries, yeah, you, both of them, and they are beautiful. You bet. Uh, you can get a hold of me on the old telephone at uh, 530-307-9817 or, of course, on the web at uh, thesportfisher.com. And then, of course, social media everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff, my Candle or whatever the kids call it these days is fish with JD. So that's the one we always use fish with JD. There you go. <laughs> Captain JD Ritchie, folks, Lake Tahoe and Pyramid Lake giant cutthroat action. Give them a call, get on the water and have the time of your life. JD, have a great one, my friend. And thank you for hooking up with us today. You bet. Thanks guys. All right. Have a great day on the water. Hey, Kent, I didn't win the gun owners again. I don't even know where it is. But I bought my tickets already. For I know. It's year. over here on an orange piece of paper. Maryland always makes it so I can't lose it. That's right. Uh, 2022 Gun Owners of California raffle is winding down with just four more weeks. But that's okay because tickets for 2023 are on sale and available. All you have to do is give them a call at the office, 916-984-1400, to get your tickets for next year. And they only cost you 50 bucks, and that includes your membership to Gun Owners of California for the year. So... You want to stay informed and support and take a chance of winning a gun every week when we announce it here on the show. Make sure that you give the folks at Gun Owners of California a call. Winner 48, 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle, ticket 83. And he bought them early. Yes, Jordan Ayot of Willows, California. You just won a Howa Model 1500 long action bolt action rifle in 7mm Magnum. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun to uh, have in deer country up there, Sep. So uh, congratulations, and they'll be giving you a call, sending you down to do all the proper paperwork. Gun Owners California, make sure you support them in their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. They've got tickets for sale now. I bought mine last week after I got home, so I hope Did you'll you get buy- ticket number 83. It seems I, to be lucky. I haven't seen them. Maryland right. got the package when it just okay. arrived in the mail, but I got my fingers crossed. So we I might be reading winners. Maryland's name here as a winner. Could be. Let's take a quick break. We come back. Senior Tuna's there. He's got some great info to share with you on the long and short range action. Lines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta water Ways. Oh, Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. 
Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fishermen tested and fish approved. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip is the man himself, Mr. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What's going on down there in your long and short-range actions? Well, it's the same thing every year at Thanksgiving. The boats kind of roll in, um, usually, you know, the day before Thanksgiving and spend a day or two or three at the dock. You know, that's that, that that's only right. And uh, then what has traditionally happened, I, I don't think it's really going to be too bad at all. Um, you know, when you leave the fish alone for a couple of days, they move. And you go back out, you're like, hmm, they weren't here. They're not where they were three days ago. And it may take a day or two to reacquire them. Or in the case of the, you know, the longer trips that are rolling back down south, it takes two days to get to where they're going. So in the last couple of days, there's been some, you know, very modest local fishing caught. You know, nothing, nothing too, uh, too much to write home about. I think today you're going to start to see some of the bluefin tuna in U.S. waters, kind of out uh, behind San Clemente Island, of a Cortez Bank, Tanner Bank, in that area. You're going to, and uh, the the 300-pounders have been MIA for uh, probably a month, which for a lot of people, <laughs> maybe that's good. Um, but there's been, uh, like I say, up to the day before Thanksgiving, it was literally full limits, every boat that was out, on uh, 30 to 100-pound bluefin tuna. Um, it, it may be that once we figure it out that there really is a fishery all year round. Um, obviously, the fish move around a little bit um, in some cases, and in the last couple of years, we knew where they were. They were just a little too far to go on any sort of reasonable trip. But they came right back when the season started. And, you know, the longer trips at this time of year that go down off of uh, off of uh, southern Baja have just been raking in. Almost all the boats are, are raking in the medium-sized fish, the yellowtail, the wahoo, the dorado, the grouper, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, as we discussed last week, uh, on their last trip before Thanksgiving, uh, Captain Mike Lackey on the on the vagabond found a school of of almost 400 pounders. Uh, pretty intense, insane fishing. Um, obviously, that doesn't happen to everybody on every trip. So uh, Thanksgiving break, what the heck? What's wrong with that? And I, I have confidence that probably today they're going to start catching fish just like they were earlier in the week. Hey, Tuna, what are they backing everything with? What's the big line on the uh, reels right now for these big fish? 
Well, on on you know basically you know my standard rule of thumb is you know you've got you've got the reel is going to be three quarters to nine tenths filled with uh, super braid line, something like a uh, 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 Berkeley Pro Spec. So I like the solid. Some people like the hollow. I like the solid, and I always like the the braid to be one level bump test whatever you want to call it above whatever the top shot is. So if you're using uh, uh, an 80 pound top shot, let's just say, of fluorocarbon or monofilament. I like the braid to be 100 pound, et cetera, et cetera. On you know, on the lighter rigs, I mean, certainly there's plenty of times you go out and the tuna are all 25 to 35 pounds. I mean, it's fishing. You don't get the giants every time, and then you might be using only 30 pound line, 30 pound top shot. In which case, I like to use about a 40 pound, uh, 40 pound super braid backing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it knots up a little bit better in my opinion to have just a slightly slightly heavier braid than uh, than top shot but opinions vary and some people like them to match for whatever reason maybe it makes more sense in their head um yeah so that's the way i like to do it the, the trick is with the, with fish of this grade the you know the standard the standard rule on yardage in the old days the bad old days when fish were smaller um was if your reel had 300 yards of line it was probably enough yeah, not well, that may not be the case. Generally, on the bigger on the bigger reels with the heavier tackle, uh, 500 yards is like the standard. Um, some people like a, a little bit more. And uh, I should add that and these are San Diego rules. Um, there's a technique called uh, fast trolling with Mad Max that has spread to Northern California, and. Um, a lot of those big bluefin, maybe even most of them that are caught up there out of Bodega, et cetera, are, are, are caught fast trolling, you know, anywhere from 10 to 16 miles an hour. And you got to let the boat, let, let the lure way behind the boat because bluefin tuna do not like boats. So you're letting that, you're letting that lure out anywhere from 300 to 500 feet. And, uh, you need a big reel. Now you've got, now you've got a 50 wide reel, probably with, uh, pushing in the neighborhood of, 750 to 900 yards of 130 pound super braid well it sounds to me like if you go out with the wrong tackle you're not going to catch the fish and that that's the whole idea of this segment is making sure that you've got the tackle to match the task that you're up against and fortunately our friends at pure fishing make all the stuff that you need for great fishing opportunities like this don't they Uh, i anticipate being the busiest i have ever been at the ISE show well, you may, I, I, you may be booking a trip to come up here and bluefin fish someday off of Bodega. Uh, it's possible. You know, James may, James may want to borrow some of my tackle and may, may convince me that I have to go up and, and fish off the Caldon. Yeah. But it, it, those fish have kind of always been up there to a certain degree. Obviously this year there's been a lot more than normal, but there's always been some bluefin tuna in Northern California. And either nobody was ready to fish for them or nobody tried or they hooked them on their salmon gear or even their surgeon gear and they had zero chance. Uh, you know, why would you go out and try to catch a fish when you have zero chance of landing them? Well, folks, if that's, that's the question for you, make sure you have the tackle you need when you're heading out. And make sure you take a look at Steve Carson's posts on Facebook where he shows you the five rods and reel combinations you shouldn't leave without. I did. And I think you'll learn a little something, too. 
I may even have those as a handout at the ISC show. Thank you, Steve. Mr. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. You'll see him at the California Sportsman Theater doing seminars once again this year. One of the big draws we have there. Steve, thanks so much for hooking up with us today. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Seth. All right, take care. Hey, you know, our next guest is a guy I've been picking what's left of his brain for several weeks now, and it's our good friend Nate Kelsch from Big Nate's Guide Service. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, fellas. I know you're sitting calmly at home today, probably kicking back, having a wonderful burp from Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> I'm, I'm in line at Starbucks. Oh, well, that's close to the same thing. <laughs> well, Nate's... I don't even drink Starbucks, but, you know, I get, I get sent out with a long order, that's for sure. Well, okay, that's what happens when you have relatives over for the weekend. Well, what was going that's on at cool. Berryessa last week? How was the action? More of the same, man. Red hot. Uh, crappie, bass, kings, um, you know, everything's kind of seems to be on tap right now. Well, you target, you were going out uh, last week on a crappie and bass trip. I know that probably worked out pretty well because they're, the bass are jumping on you like carp if you want them or don't want them. They're all over the place out there. They but, are. They're, they're actually, they're actually, uh, getting in the way of me, uh, putting crappie in the boat. Well, the crappie action has been spectacular. A lot of guys are catching fish. If you find structure underwater, folks, you can pretty well bet that there's going to be some fish hanging out it. Well, how about the trout and the kings? What's going on there? Those kings are getting, getting, getting old. A couple, couple of kings as well. Um, actually, the, the kings are gorgeous. Um, you know, we didn't get anything too big this week. I think our biggest one was probably close to five pounds. Um, the rainbows, uh, we actually had a couple of beat up looking rainbows. Um, you know, and they, uh, but they were, they were big, you know, 20 to 23 inch long fish. But, uh, they were, they're starting to turn, uh, turn to their spawning colors and stuff. But, you know, it's still beautiful fish and, uh, crappie up to almost three pounds and bass around probably up to about four, four and a half, some real big smallies. And how did you, um, how did you find the ramp this, your last trip? It, it seems like, uh, like they stopped letting water out. So the uh, the ramp is still okay. Um, you just got to make sure when you're when you're coming down, when you're back on the boat down, stay on the left hand side of the ramp. Uh, the right hand side is still really broken up, and you know it's a bit of a mess. But the left side is definitely doable. And my advice, and that, that's folks, Markley Cove. My f- advice, folks, is only go as far as you need to, not as far as you can. Exactly right. Well, Nate, the best offerings for Trout and Kings, what are you doing? I imagine you're slow trolling uh, something uh, that looks like an anchovy for the Kings. Well, no. Actually, uh, the, we're we're getting them uh, on Kitex. We're getting them on Bass Gear. Now, why the um, hell would they hit that? Well, it, they, they look just like the Threadfin Shad. We're using a Tennessee Shad pattern. Um, I guess it's called almost like a ghost minnow pattern on the Kitex. That's why I like using for crappie. And uh just everything's inside the bait. I mean we even we even got a catfish that was almost eight pounds. So uh as long as you get a little scent on them, um, you know, you got a good chance on catching just about anything in the lake right now. Lake Berryessa, folks, it's slamming out there. Great opportunity to get out. That's where I'm gonna be heading. You can bet on it next week. At least spend a day out there on the water with chasing everything, especially the big crappie on the lake. Nate, give them all the hookup they need to get a hold of Big Nate's Guide Service, book a trip, and have some fun on the water. Good deal. Well, uh, you guys can find me on Facebook at Big Nate's Guide Service. You can also shoot me a ring at 916-860-9180. And uh, we'll get you out there and get you on uh, on just about every, every fish that swims in the lake right now. Everything's on tap. 
Uh, we're mixing in a little Lake Comanche for rainbow trout as well. So it's uh, it's go time for the winter fishing season. Big Nate, give, give me a ring. Big Nate's guide service, folks. Give him a shout. Nine one six eight six zero nine one eight zero. Nate, you have a great one. Get those Starbucks back to the family fast as you can. <laughs> well, we'll do. Thanks, Seth. We'll All talk right. to you later. All right, take care. Hey, it's time for get a clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. It's a great time of year to hit the water and take advantage of the opportunities available right now. And it's a great time to remind anglers and hunters to have that life jacket handy. A high percentage of people who drown in accidents know how to swim. Boaters and hunters are at risk anytime, especially now when wearing heavier clothing and cooler temperatures. It's improving, even though some still say they're too bulky and don't wear one when they should. Hey, it's time to wise up. The new life jackets are designed to be efficient, effective, and easy to wear. Don't risk going near the water without a life jacket on. It's just not worth it. And make sure everyone in your boat wears one, too. It might save a life. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Seth. How's it going? Well, yesterday I started writing the notes out and forgot everything we were going to be talking about. And then this morning when I woke up, I went, oh, bait. That's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> hey, Travis, you guys must have had one heck of a sale going on down there for your uh, Black Friday sale. Is that still going on this weekend, too? Yep. Yeah, it is. But what we've done is today is Small Business Saturday. Well... Beyond contrary belief, we're not one of them huge box stores and stuff. We are big, but we're still a family-owned business and a small business. So we're celebrating Small Business Saturday and still running all of the Black Friday specials. Excellent, excellent. Which ones are going to draw them into the store? Uh, we got a bunch of guns that are running 15% off. Yeah, you got more than that. I was looking over the ad you sent me. There's a lot of goodies for sale right now. Yep, got fishing poles. Got some of the stuff, you know, a little older stuff that we're trying to clear out. We're going to give out at cost. And that goes with rods, reels, guns, a bunch of stuff in the store. Uh, what else we got? We got, uh, huck fishing gears marked way down. And, um, marked some other stuff down. Old Bushnell scopes were marked way down. I think I took 60% off those. Mm. <laughs> Too bad I got the other one already. Yep. In any event, great sales, great Black Friday sale continues. And folks, this is your opportunity to get some real bargains for, you know, Christmas gift ideas. Head on down to Guns Fishing and other stuff right there in Vacaville or in San Ramon. Ramon. They'll be fine. Dublin. (laughs) And you'll be able to get all your needs, especially if you've got an outdoorsman in your family. Well, Travis, I was talking. Also, another, if they don't see anything they want, get them a gift card. Let them come in and pick out their own gift. Well, one of the cool things that uh, you reminded me of that I walk past every time I come into your store is, hey, Sepp, we got live bait here, too. I didn't even know it. I knew the tanks were there. I didn't know you had all the f- bait in them and everything. Yep, yep. You come into Vacaville, we have uh, minnows of every sort and size, from small to extra large. And then we also, have, every now and then, we get in shrimp, and those have been tough to come by. And we also have all the frozen baits and worms and clams and all the other stuff as well. Dublin just has frozen bait and worms. Well, the cool thing is you've always got the frozen tray baits that I need for the salmon trolls and for my little tidbits that I put on hooks when I'm jigging for kings and stuff like that, too. You can go down there, get a couple of tray baits, get them all lined out, go ahead and cure them up the way you want them with a little bit of rock salt or whatever, and keep them in your freezer. It doesn't matter if they're in Travis's freezer or your freezer. You've got them, and he's got them in stock, too. The cool thing also is live minnows there. There's a lot of guys that can't find minnows. You can get them right there. Stop yep. in. Yeah, we got a delivery yesterday, matter of fact, of minnows. We get our deliveries either on Thursdays or Fridays. Well, 
Usually Thursdays, we got it on Friday because we were closed on Thursday. Guy wouldn't know why we were closed. Just one of them days. Yeah, well, Thanksgiving, you know, some people like to take the day off. Yeah. Well, Travis, it sounds like good deals continue over there right now, and what a great opportunity to have it right there in town with great bait opportunities, just about everything you need. I remember fishing Berryessa for years. Out of Markley Cove, they had big tanks of minnows. You go in there, you buy a couple dozen minnows, you go out, drop a, a minnow down below a bobber or just let it swim around catching rainbow trout out there. Those were fun times as a kid. So parents... You might want to stop by and get a few minnows along the way, too, to increase your odds of success. Unless you're out there trolling or whatever and you know what you're up to, it's a great way to catch those trout, bass, crappie, everything. Having some live bait out there with right. you at the same time, and it's all legit. And, and you have all those striper guys going over to the Delta looking for minnows, too. Yeah, and he's right there yeah. on Highway 12. How big a jumbo you got there, my friend? I don't know. They got to be, what, three, four inches? Well, that's not bad. That's I think that's about how big I'm not, I don't, I didn't look at the last load. They're a little bit different every time. Well, folks, he's got all the ammunition you need. He's got everything down at the store. He's and, not the one dipping minnows, just so you know. No, sir. no, no. You'd want, <laughs> you'd want not. somebody a lot more personable. Dipping that's minnows. not the issue. <laughs> that's not the issue. He has, he has 10 fingers and they sell them by the dozen and that's what messes him up. That's right. We got to stop at 10. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you only got 10 when you ordered a dozen when Travis was dipping. Travis well, Morgan. <laughs> Travis Morgan, the guy we beat up every Saturday morning right exactly here in right. California. And he pays for it. Yeah, we like to beat up our sponsors, drive them away as Perfect. often as possible. Well, Travis, it's a, it's a great opportunity for folks to come down there this time of year as you guys are clearing out inventory, getting ready to go for the new products that are obviously already ordered and on their way. And I know a couple little secrets on the side. You already got some stuff ready to go as California's laws and unconstitutional stuff about guns and ownership is starting to change. So you're ready to change as soon as California has to change, aren't you? Yes, I are. Yeah, it'd take me about two days. Yeah, there you have it. That'll open up a whole lot of stuff, folks. A lot of these laws that California had imposed on people that own guns in California are being thrown out the door as unconstitutional. So we'll see what the new California laws and restrictions are down the line. Yeah, everybody's open now, clear by the end of the year. The first one, the first hearing's coming up here shortly to decide what they're going to do and then they're hoping to clear the whole books by the end of the year. Let's all keep our fingers crossed so we can get the toys and the protections that we need when we want it, not just be told what we can buy. Travis, yeah. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us. We will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Take care and have a great holiday season. You guys too. And don't forget we'll be at the store and I'll see you there. You got it, partner. Take care. Great guy. Hit that close. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I just want to say something real quick. I talked about Fisherman's Warehouse earlier today with Alan Fong. I've been ordering a lot of my crappie jigs and some of the the fancy fast trolling lures that Nate Kelsch told me to pick up, the uh, optimizer lure. I'm trying to think of the other part of the name, but the optimizer is one of those fast trolling lures. Not many people have it, but you know where I got it? Fisherman's Warehouse. You go right to their website, online orders right there. I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm not going to get this fast enough. I ordered one day. It was at the house the next day. They get it out quick to you, folks. So if you want to 
don't want to drive around, don't want to do a lot of running around shopping or running into other people, you might want to use Fisherman's Warehouse online orders and take care of your business that way. Anybody that's got them, it sure makes your shopping a whole lot easier. It did mine, and every single item that I ordered was in stock and arrived at my house shortly after. So don't overlook it when you're out shopping next time. Hey, let's get hooked up right now with Suhu Sport Fishing. As soon as I can find the right button, and let's hook up with the man himself, Captain Jeff Suhu, joins us live. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Sounds to me like you got a busy day ahead of you. Are you fishing today? Yeah, we're fi- that was a shaker right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pretty you're good. you're fishing. How many mud suckers did you buy before you headed out today? Oh, I got I got I got a bunch. I got a bunch. I got the last of what they had. I'm loaded up, so I'm good for the next couple of days. Outstanding. Well, what's the action been like this week? I know you had some great weather, and I know there was a one day that it kind of blew pretty good too. Yeah, uh, you know, we, fishing's been great. You know, we've been out here fishing 20 minutes, and we probably got like 10 fish already. Um, here you go, drop that one down. Uh, yeah, they're, they're biting. They're biting. They're stacked up underneath my boat right now as we speak. Well, that's a terrible thing to have happen, Captain. <laughs> you ought to get you move that boat so those poor fish can get out from underneath you there. What's well, up? What's we pulled up, up and there's two sea lions, so I was kind of just push the button here. We pulled up and there's two sea lions, and they kind of, you know, lost, kind of felt like, okay, that's not going to happen. We dropped them in, and, and, and they're biting. No, apparently they didn't know the sea lions were around yet, but they will yeah. soon. You can bet on that. Are you being? Are you able to stay close to home? Or are you having to run around and do a lot of chasing to find these fish? I'm home right now. I'm close to home right now. It's uh, in this part of the tide. I just came up here to take a peek, and it worked out. And we're gonna we're gonna make a move here once we lose the tide. Typical size of the fish you're getting into. Well, you know, we're getting like this one right about five six pounds. That's a handful. I always say a five or six pound striper is like getting a ten pound trout on the other end of a stick. It'll tear you. It'll tear you up and make you think you got a twenty on there when it hits too, don't they? Oh yeah, the clients are just commenting about how they love these rods we're using. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. It's having the right tackle matched to the task that's in front of you, and you've got fish that you're going to be catching anywhere probably from two and a half to twenty five pounds out there in the delta, and you have to be ready to go either way for them. Best technique today, just slow drifting live bait? We're just drifting live butt suckers. That's it. Are they dragging on the bottom, or have you got them suspended a little bit? No, I'm just tapping the bottom. Tapping the bottom, trying to keep the lines as vertical as possible. And how about uh, picking up a lot of crap along the way? Any weeds or stuff starting to fall? No, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff floating. There's a lot of hyacinth up where we're at. and uh, But otherwise, it's not too bad. The tide's backing off, so it's not too bad. How about pressure? You got a lot of folks out today, or is it just a few? I noticed hardly anybody on the freeways today. I haven't seen a boat yet. Well, enjoy it, Captain. That doesn't happen that often, that's for sure. That's it. Well, I know you're busy. I know you got to get back to those clients. Suhu Sport Fishing, folks. If you haven't had the opportunity to get out and chase Delta Stripers with him, remember, this is the guy that Captain Mike Gravert with Intimidator Sport Fishing said is the next best guy out there. That's why we use him right here on the radio all the time. Jeff, give them all the hookup info they need. Uh, check us out at SuhuSportFishing.com. You could check us out on Facebook, see our reports, Facebook and Instagram at Suhu Sport Fishing. Uh, you can reach me at 925-899-4045. We have a couple spots left, I think, uh, for December here. Well, Jeff, you have a great day out there. It sounds like it started off pretty good. Keep them smiling, my friend. Keep them smiling. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. He's got a busy boat out there. No question about it right now. Well, he managed to 
get rods baited and uh, while we're talking the whole do a radio interview and you know that's what's nice about these guys they can not only talk to us on the phone they can be taking care of their customers at the same time and we tell them to do that we don't we don't want to interrupt what's going on even though we know we do we do we want to make sure that they're taking care of those customers and that we're not the reason they lose a fish yeah no you don't want to be that guy hey speaking of that guy How'd you like to find out what's going on all over Northern California? Well, the stuff that you and I haven't covered today, this gentleman probably knows everything that was going on. Yeah, I think we probably looked over a few things. A couple. Joining us right now is the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, with a bunch of Northern California freshwater opportunities for you. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. A happy Thanksgiving, post Thanksgiving to all of you. And, uh, you know, there are some great things going on. yeah, I'm glad you covered that Lake Tahoe bite uh, improving for Mackinac. And, you know, Sean Matt, uh, Sean Rainsberger uh, yesterday put his client onto a 17.2-pound Mackinac in Donner. So this is prime time at Donner. It's it's high risk, high reward, but when you get something like that, and he always releases everything over 10 pounds, so that's pretty amazing. And that's he's beautiful. he's a tough fisherman out there to go to get out there in the conditions that they're experiencing up there. That can be flat cold, and I've seen him on the ramp with 12 inches of snow on the ramp back and down in the mornings too. So you're right. It's a tough fishery to fish, but, boy, there are some rewards, and obviously somebody got a reward last week with him. So if you want a little uh, little calmer area to fish, Lake Comanche is starting to pick up now. Uh, they've been planting every week. They've been planting about 1,800 pounds inside the uh, – Lake and another uh, 900 pounds in the pond. There's been some really big fish coming out of the pond. Can you uh, launch at both yeah. resorts at Comanche, Dave? Can you do North and South Shore, or is it down to just one? It's the low water ramp at the um, South Shore. At South Shore, and then low water ramp, and then the north north is uh, is okay. You just you're gonna get, you're gonna get your boat uh, your truck wet. You know yeah. you're gonna be back in tires when you get back in there. But that lake's been holding about 50% the last couple of weeks. It came up just a little bit. Oh, that's they good. let some parties. So, you know, they've been in there. And, uh, you know, I think the trolling is, it's time to start thinking about running some grubs because uh, the water is like 52, 54 degrees now. So a lot of the fast trolling that's been going on there, you're going to see more guys in the morning switch over to slow trolling with grubs because those fish are a little bit more lethargic. But everything's in the top 10 feet. So that's been a good thing there. Um, Bass-wise, uh, we had 64 boats for that veterans tournament. Yeah, uh, I saw that. That was fantastic. They they donated over $5,500 for veterans hunting and fishing network. You know, we talked about that last week, but the, that's 24 more boats than they've ever had for one of their circuits. So it was a fantastic event. You know, the community really came out there, and those fish are all being caught deep. You know, what's really interesting about that is Ryan Cook helped out that day. And he had to fizz over a hundred fish to get them to go because they're coming out of the deep. And you know, Kent, uh, I guess that's something that people have to really be up on when they're bass fishing this time of year. It is, um, and, and and that's if you're going to put them in the live well and carry them around. You know, you can bring a fish out of those deep waters and let them go instantly. They'll go back down. Um, so if you're fun fishing, you know, shoot your picture, do whatever, but don't pack them around the live well. That's when you they run into problems. But they'll usually, they'll usually go straight. Now it's really easy and there's, you know, you have to have a, uh, a fizz needle that you can pick up at a veterinarian supply there, store. There is an absolutely spectacular video yep. on, on this, on fizz and fish on YouTube. You go in there and just type it in. You'll see exactly yep. how it's done. And I got to tell you, that is going to save tons of fish's lives. It does. And you can do it two ways. You know, they go in on the side of the fish or, uh, or there's also a way you can go down through the throat. 
uh, and do it. So both ways, uh, both ways are very effective. So, uh, yeah, they, they definitely need to learn how to do that. And, and the anglers that are weighing these fishing that are not, that are not fizzing them are doing an injustice to the lake. And that's why I mentioned that. I know I fished a lot of rockfish before, but, uh, I didn't know if it was pretty similar for bass. Yeah. So that's, that's great. So Don Peter's picking up. Maloney's has a little topwater bite now, which is kind of exciting. Uh, you know, they're in the early mornings, they've been getting some really, some big fish. You know, the guys that know what they're doing, once again, high risk, high reward. Uh, the best bite's going to be down around your main, um, in the main lake on bluff walls. You just find the shad. And I think that's the key to every one of these lakes now is just find the bait fish. You know, yeah, and that, that topwater bites fish that are feeding on trout. That's exactly what those are. Hey, Dave, I uh, picked up uh, the West copy of Western Outdoor News and just dragged it out of my bag because I noticed in there the Smith and the Chetco River got a lot of water with those storms. What are you hearing up there as far as the great well, steelhead and king salmon action that takes place? Well, I know that Claire Rickaball was up there last week on the on the sixes, and uh, it was skinny, but uh, they were getting uh, steelhead. They were doing some kind of float row under a under a bobber, and uh, they were picking it up. They were in a drift boat. Uh, it looked it looked pretty thin, but I know that the, those fish came in. They were they were going for salmon. Yeah, the, the uh, king salmon on the Smith and the Checo are the largest king salmon in the state every year this time. I mean, a 40, 50, 60 pounder is a nice fish, and they've got them up there pretty regularly. They'll come drifting through. Uh, hopefully the water situations won't have that much of an impact on us, but probably one of the best fisheries for king salmon in the state, but there aren't that many fish. And the other thing is, right after the king salmon come in, the greatest and biggest steelhead that we have in California are in there, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, let's hope that this year is a good water year. I know that this little storm on Monday will help. But that really, all those communities up there really rely on everybody coming up to steelhead fish uh, in the next few months. You know, we're looking at uh, the month of December, January, February. Uh, i tell you one thing. Steelhead fishermen are like bass fishermen. They, they, don't, they don't worry about the elements. They just go. Yeah, you know, they, I give them a lot. bulletproof. Oh, bulletproof, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trout guys are sissies, Sep just doesn't say it anymore. I, I'll fully admit it, trout guys are sissies compared to some of these bulletproof bass guys that are going across lakes and snowstorms and everything else at 60 miles an hour. You can have it, Brown, every inch of it. Oh, you haven't experienced it, Sep. No, I'll troll two miles an hour on a lake in comfort. With There's the less wind up. chill at that speed. Hey, pass me another donut, please. Yeah, a there cup you of go. coffee, please. There you go. That's <laughs> You really want to be, uh, like you say, uh, an easy trout fisherman. It's not easy, but the banks at Amador have been very, very good. You know, that's a nice place to sit there. You can uh, keep all your warm clothes on, sit there in a nice chair, leave your power bait out there, and they've been catching some double-digit uh, lightning trout there. So that's, you know, I kind of like that kind of fishing, Seth. You know, it's uh, it's uh, not a bad way to go, especially when you have some good company with you. I picked up so, your edition of Western Outdoor News, and there's a guy holding up about a four-pound lightning trout with a smile you couldn't wipe off his face with a gun. He is he is happy as hell, and they are beautiful. You know, fish. Sep, if you enjoy that kind of fishing, you should probably get your trust in order. <laughs> trust is in order. I'm donating it all to bass fishermen. All right, there you go. I've been brutal enough to him for the last 40 years. Just I might as well. Tip. Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. I want to thank you for hooking up with us, Dave, and sharing information with our listeners. And, folks, go out and get yourself a subscription or a prescription, as I like to call it, to Western Outdoor News. Just go to their website, check it out, and you can get one yourself. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We're going to jump into Randy Pringle live in a blind here in one right. second.
Take care. You do, too. Thank you very much. Randy just wants to brag, I'm sure, if he's calling in. I hear the whistle. Now he knows we're here, too. What's going on, Mr. Pringle? He's he's just going to leave us with this. uh, He's not even going to talk to us. Oh, no, he'll talk to us. He's just going to call ducks right now. We got three sprig working our circle right here. They've been circling us for about two laps now. They're veering to the left. Well, we got about 50 seconds left. Do you think it's going to happen? Oh, we've got a bunch of ducks uh, here already. Uh, got some gadwalls and um, some uh, some bunch of teal, and we got those two those three sprig working around. We got two more in the back door right here. Two back door on the yeah. on the left on the left. So anyway, guys, I don't uh, want to interrupt your hunt. well. Hope, hope your Thanksgiving guys was great, and your listeners. Uh, and I wish them all the best. And uh, I will leave the phone open. You can cancel whenever you need to. And I'm going to be over at your buddies, the Fisherman's Warehouse, on uh, December. Is it the first week of Thursday of December? I'll be over there doing seminars about wintertime bass fishing. Um, gotta and- go, Randy. We gotta go. Good luck. Have a great hunt out there. I want to thank you all for listening this weekend. Obviously, there's some ducks being dropped by some of the guys that are out there. Till next week, this is Seth, and he's Kent Brown. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.